Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is Brandon Marshall. I'm sitting here with Andrew Wu, who is super producer, one of another super producer. Yeah, BC in the booth. And yes, it's January 22nd. Divisional rounds have caught have come and gone. And now we are here. We are here. We said that this was going to be one of the best postseasons that we've ever seen in the NFL. The question is, is it living up to that? Is it living up to that? Is yeah. this the year of the underdogs? Paper out, Faction Talk, Channel 103. How the hell are you guys? What's going on? What's going on? How you doing? What's up, fellas? I'm good. Doing I see well. BC got a, got a haircut. Oh, oh you already yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. You know, a little... <laughs> You something. know what it is? You know what it up. is, BC? Yeah. You maybe maybe it's not a, a, a haircut, but you always have a hat on, so that's why it's standing out. Your hair is standing out today. <laughs> Where's your hat? Ah, man, I didn't wear it today. I didn't wear it today. Went hatless. <laughs> he wasn't feeling <laughs> hat ready. Fresh cut. I wanted to show it off. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, How right, was you guys' right. weekend? Weekend? I said, oh, how shoot. was your weekend, It is Monday. Guys? Yeah, it's Monday. Yeah. Uh, so my, my weekend was awesome. Uh, I flew out, and, and later in the show, we'll introduce our mobile one piece with uh, Patrick Sertan, our, our second installment. So our last installment, just recapping the season and everything that happened in Denver, his third year being in the NFL. Uh, so I was out there in Denver shooting some content with him with mobile one behind the drive series. But then I got uh, an opportunity to steal some days on the slope as well. So I flew out there a little early, stayed a little late. And uh, I went snowboarding. Have you guys ever snowboarded? Have not. No. Have you not. know we haven't snowboarded, man. I've been. Trying it's like to a get tease on, at this point. You keep asking. I'm trying to get on those slopes though. One good time though. I ain't gonna lie, but I haven't snowboarded yet. One good time, bro. Yeah. It's going to take you about four years to feel comfortable. Like that. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to get. Pro, I don't want to get pro, man. Put me on a little bunny slopes right there. Shh, shh. Okay. You know what I mean. Okay. That's it. Okay. Put okay, me on listen, the flat slope. I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying to go back out on the 25th 
because you have the X Games coming up. This starts on Thursday. And, um, you know, I'm trying to convince Red Bull and also Burton to fly us out there as a team to shoot some content. So I'll let you know. Maybe that be our first opportunity, Andrew, to come down the slopes. Oh, hell yeah. Sounds interesting. But B, real quick, just pull up your mic real quick. We could hear a little bit of a, yeah. How is this? Much better, much better. Every, every every time I'm remote, you you always tell me to do this. I gotta it's where the mic is located, that's all. all right, I did want to share something with you guys. Um, So over the weekend, remember, BC had mentioned the 21 Savage album. So I actually took a listen to it, and I actually Thanks. really, really like it. And, not, and I'm saying that, like, I'm already a 21 fan, but that last track, BC, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's a lot of growth. It's yeah. a lot of growth in yeah. that. That's why you can hear it. You know, the, I, I thought it was good, man. I think it was dope. That shit was dope. I have to spin it around a couple, couple, couple times this weekend. Can I it's give y'all some, some music homework? Did you guys hear me? Yeah. Oh, um, so music homework. Uh, while I was uh, scrolling this past weekend, I ran across a band. I don't know if you guys heard of them. Um, they're called Infinity Song. Any of you well, heard of them? Infinity mm, Song, no. I haven't. No. When you said band, as soon as you said band, I said, okay, I'm not going to understand right. anything after that. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, let me share with you guys. So they're actually a sibling group, all okay. blood-related. Um, I think it's two brothers, three sisters. And the best description I've heard of them was R&B meets the Partridge family. So they're basically just an R&B singing group. Um, coming out of Brooklyn, mm. and they're also signed by Rock Nation. So wow. Jay Z sees something in them. So I'm giving y'all some homework. Check out, check out uh, Infinity Song, and tell me what you guys think. Infinity uh, Song. That's right, the name of the that. band. Infinity Song. Uh, yep. Infinity. Infinity and beyond, news. like that. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna check that out. Infinity. Yeah. It seems like. You know, it's the same old, same old, same old. Patrick Mahomes. What, what, what's, what's going on? Like, what we got, Andrew? You talking about a little bit of football? Well, let's get started with the game of the weekend and another disappointing end to a Bills season, guys. It's being called Wide Right Two, <laughs> the sequel. Oh wow! Buffalo missed a late field goal that would have tied the game, and now they are going home. And Kansas City is moving on to another AFC Championship game. Let's start with Josh Allen and Buffalo, guys. Should we start to think Allen will never get over the hump with this team? So, so I'll, I'll start, BC. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nah, there's some people you don't put in buckets as far as teams. It's just Josh Allen, right? Uh, you know, you think about this game. This is the third game that these guys went head-to-head, whether in the divisional round or uh, AFC championship, all right? This is the second wave of what? Peyton Manning? And Tom Brady. Now, there's one guy out there that can disrupt. Well, there's two guys out there that can potentially disrupt this back and forth. And that is Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. All right. But if you go back in the day, you had in the AFC, you had Peyton Manning, you had Tom Brady, you had Ben Roethlisberger, and you had Phillip Rivers. So when I think of Josh Allen, it's like he it's not the same game, obviously, but Patrick Mahomes is Tom Brady. We know he ended his career with seven. And Peyton Manning, Josh Allen is Peyton Manning. He ended his career with two. So, look, I think he can still one uh, before it's all said and done. You know, and I don't know if it's going to be in Buffalo. 
I don't see why Buffalo would would let him leave anytime soon. But 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 definitely uh, Josh Allen is special. You know, he definitely comes with some risks, some challenges because he you know he, he he's going he's going to put it on the ground. He's going to take off and he may uh, throw a few picks. But Josh Allen, man, um, I, I think he I think he steals one before it's all said and done, but it's going to be extremely hard. Probably be harder for him than it was Tom Brady because you got Lamar Jackson. All right. You got Justin Herbert. That's still out there. You got CJ Stroud. That's out there. You got Joe Burrow. That's out there. You Patrick Mahomes ain't going nowhere. Y'all thought Patrick Mahomes was done. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head like that? BC? Yeah. It ain't happening. It ain't happening for Josh Allen, man. <laughs> he's going to be one hey. of the, he's going to go down as one of those quarterbacks. I wish B-Flow was here. So I could just tell him right now. Like, listen, it ain't happening for Josh Allen, bro. He's going to go down as one of those great quarterbacks that was, they were really, really good. And their team always did really great. And you just never won. You know why? He's, you know why? Because you got Patrick Mahomes already in your way. And right. like you said, LJ right behind him. So if, 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 if Mahomes is not there, Lamar Jackson is just going to be one of those things where he just can never get over the hump or he just can't never break through because there's always going to be somebody in his way. They're going to get just close enough. But, but, think, but think about it. So you got to throw in everybody else, right? Uh, we, we, you heard what I said, right? C.J. Stroud. Um, Joe Burrow is a big name, right? All right. Now we didn't see exactly who Burrow's Joe. Do it either. You don't think Joe? What? We don't even know what Caleb Williams is about to do. I don't think Joe Burrow's going to do. He's going to be another one of those great quarterbacks that just got right there and can't get it done. Like these guys are going to be in the same breath as how we're speaking about Dak. <laughs> He's really good. Oh my goodness. He's really good. He's really great. He's great. That team's great. You know, is this the year? Every year? Nah. As long as Patty Mahomes is still there and Lamar Jackson is on the rise on the way, the way that he is, nah, there is just gonna be that whole next tier of quarterbacks that are just really good, but never got it done. That's interesting because you know, actually, like I think Joe Burrow's well, there's one thing that stands in the way of Joe Burrow, and that's Joe Burrow and his health. Like, I think we really need to pay attention. It's a kid that even in, in college, you know, was banged up a little bit, obviously won a national championship. But I think Joe Burrow, outside of that, has the better chance of uh, winning a Super Bowl than a Josh Allen. Uh, Joe Burrow's special, man. Like, I, I just think that's why I said there's there's just names and then there's teams, right? Like, we talk about Tom Brady. You know, of course, the Patriots, all of that. And then you say Peyton Manning. Like, those are just winners. Those are dudes that just get it done. And so when I think about the, the quarterback landscape right now, uh, Woo, like you got Patrick Mahomes right there and Josh Allen is also one of those names, but it's just like Josh Allen is a lot like, uh, you know, you know who Josh Allen might be, you know, and that's why I, I, I said have a maybe still one. A far, who do you, a far, Aaron okay, Rogers. Uh, Rogers. Yeah. Nope. No, I can't even put him. He's Phillip Rivers. Mm. Mm. See, go. I see him see? more as Aaron Rodgers. I think he could get a chip. But I think he's only getting one. Mm. Well, I mean, we'll see, bro. But it, it you know, they got to get I better. Like, are, are, is their trajectory going up? How are we going to say that? Who's going to be his weapons? Josh Allen alone is not going to get it done. If Diggs leaves, and, and, who what um who else is he throwing throwing? Yeah, to out but there? but think I, I thought about that last night, BC. That's a great point. Um, again, you know, Tom Brady 
and the Patriots had this legendary run because of how they was able to build around Tom Brady. So if Josh Allen is really like that, they'll be able to build around Josh Allen. Have we and so even when you Buffalo. talk about Diggs, but when you talk about Diggs, though, I was watching, you know, the second half of the season, they kind of like start leaning in other places. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't see Diggs being there. And then I thought about it, I said, you know what, it'd be okay. Because you got these young wide receivers that's coming in right away, like the Zay Flowers of the world, the Justin Jeffersons, that come in and produce right away. And I think that if they make the right decisions in free agency, in the draft, they'll be okay for sure. And and then what's going to happen with that? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Okay, cool. Patrick Mahomes, he gets it done. That was your question. That was everybody's question. Man, can he get it done on the road? He got it done on the road. He got it done on the road. Right, this is a different cat, different animal. But look, bro, this is why you got to play the game. This is why football so exciting and football so amazing. They stunk going into the postseason. If there, if there, if, if the team, if there was a team in the AFC week, uh, AFC West that was half decent, they would have lost the AFC West this year. The Chiefs, Patrick, yeah, the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes wouldn't be sitting here year six and yeah. six years in a row in the AFC Championship. So I say all that because Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey may retire, right? Or he might not be there for the, you know, in two years. So that changes the, that team and that dynamic, mm-hmm. right? What's going to happen with Spags and the defensive coordinator? I don't think he'll get a head coaching job or he should stay as a defensive coordinator. But things change all the time, all the time. So, you know, this whole quarterback thing, that's why you got to go out there and play the game. So let's let's actually talk about some change, guys. So let's say the Bills actually do decide to move on at their head coaching position from Sean McDermott. And let's just say he gives Bill. They give Bill Belichick a, a call. Should he take that call? This is a part of that growth, that change that Josh Allen might need. Absolutely. Uh, obviously, you know again. you had grown. Absolutely, he should take the call. And, and and I'm not saying take the job, but it's a real conversation. And it's a real conversation because you you know and, and we we talked about this uh, a week ago, or I talked about it a week ago. You know what? I say that a lot. We talked about this a week ago. We talked about that a lot. <laughs> Just a week Damn, ago. Jamie. We talked about everything. Everybody talking about this. <laughs> Bill Belichick. The whole world talking about Bill Belichick. Except Bill Belichick. But no, think about it. We he we have he was the head coach for what, 20, 24, 20 years, 20, 23, 24 years, whatever it was. Okay. And the 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 blueprint is set for Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick needs to be smart and understand the blueprint that he created. When he had Tom Brady, they put each other in position to be the best ever. The best head coach to ever do it, potentially ever in in sports. And the best quarterback to ever do it. The best football player to ever do it. And there's a conversation where he is top five athletes ever, up there with the Michael Jordans, the Serena Williams, and the Tiger Woods. Okay? So, okay, cool. Atlanta Falcons are out there. Might be a great situation for you. You also got the Chargers out there. That's an interesting situation. But the blueprint is without Tom Brady, you were trash. You were below 500, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. So you got to go with a quarterback. And, and and to me, that's why you have Josh Allen at the top of the list and then Justin Herbert at two. So, yeah, you take the conversation. Mm, I like that I point. Know. I, I don't like think, that point. I don't think so. I, I I don't know. Just from my observation of how he's looking at it, I think 
Belichick wants to go where, yeah, I'm going to go build something up so this way I can say I did this. He's not going to build it up. They're like, oh, you came in with a great quarterback already, Josh Allen. Oh, you came in with Ju Justin Herbert. I, I think he's going to want to go to that, take that Atlanta job or something, go build something up. Then he can be like, yo, Belichick went in there, got his guy, did his thing. Yeah, now he's 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 that man. He's the greatest. You know what but, I mean? He's one of the greatest. I don't know if he goes just down the street to um to Buffalo. And, BC, and I got to push back, though. You don't think he had three years to do that with Mac Jones? Nah. Kaylee Zappi? Nah, because he's already still in the same system. It's, new. it's not the same as going somewhere new and putting installing can, your shit. Like, you but know he has I mean? full like, control. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a, can I ask you a question real quick, BC? Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay. Now, and I this is, like, I don't, you know, this might be sensitive because we never had this conversation, but is your parents still around? Yeah. Okay, your parents still around. How old is your father? Well, I don't have that relationship, so <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, <laughs> we ain't gonna get into all that. You're a bastard. You're a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those. You know, I I came from that statistic. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? fatherless. So, no, you know what I mean. <laughs> Sometimes I said, well, I have all of that. <laughs> like a fatherless. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get father figures. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna Okay. But the point of the All matter right. is like No, 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 I didn't mean you to no. <laughs> All right, what about an uncle? What about your your how's like how's your people? Um how your mom, how old is your mom? Seventy four or seventy five, something Okay, like okay. Thank you. So your dad's probably or your uncle, oh, yeah, yeah. somebody right uncle's right like, yeah, yeah. Bill Belichick is seventy one. What are you talking about? You you think Bill Belichick at seventy one? So you got people around you in their seventies. They they got time to go out there and yes. build something new. Bill Belichick want to. He want a new <laughs> challenge. That's how you stay fresh. Because also I know people up in that age. Yeah, they want new. If you don't give them new challenges. They start to uh, they start to decline mentally. Yeah. You know what I mean. So he may need that to keep him young and spry. Like, listen, I still got it. I'm you're gonna like you said. They're gonna have to wheel him off the fifty yard line, Bill Belichick. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> he did it to, all the way to he did it his way, Frank Sinatra. You know what I mean? So no, I, <laughs> I I could definitely see him going somewhere and just hey, if I if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I would ride off into the sunset. Shit. Yeah, but I think there's too much on the line, BC and Andrew. I know and Andrew you, rightfully so pushing back on him on you know look, you tried that with Mac Jones the last couple of years. I think there's too much on the line, Andrew, uh, for Bill Belichick, his legacy, to say, let me go BC's route, right? I feel like you just need to show that you can win. Like, just have another great year, two years. And a, the quarter, a quarterback like Josh Allen gives you that opportunity, you know? And I think, you know, the, 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 the story there will be, you know, obviously the narrative changes like, well, Bill Belichick with the great quarterback, he he's unstoppable. He cheated. Mm -hmm. He cheated. No, yeah, he cheated. No, you went and got, uh, you got with a quarterback. You got with a team that but, was already laid out. Okay, but, but, but think about this, though. Still Josh Allen. Coach. We're talking about Josh Allen as a guy who can't get over the home, who may never get over the home. But Bill Belichick comes in, they get over the home. That's legacy. That's a great narrative. 
uh, Justin Herbert, guy who's thrown for 4,000-plus yards and 30 touchdowns a year, but they can't win, and he has the talent. But here come Bill Belichick. Like, that's that's a great story. That's a great I hit to his legacy. I think it's a better story. Bill Belichick left New England and went over here and built something up, went to another program, built them up. Even if he doesn't win, if he gets them close and makes them serious contenders, he's looked at as, all right, yeah, this is Bill. You walk into a situation already laid out. No, I mean, I'm not saying not to. I'm not, I'm not saying it's really such a bad idea to go where there's an established quarterback and you got it. I'm just saying I wouldn't be mad at him just going to go right. build it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That also will add to his legacy. Like, listen, listen, and here's the other thing, too. All right, I know, Andrew, if you want to continue to push back a little bit or tap into the Mac Jones thing, you can. If you want to move on, we can. We can. But, you know, you talked about, you know, if they walk away from Coach McDermott, all right? And one of the reasons why they may do that is because it's also on this coach. Like, you've done a great job of turning this franchise around, but we gave you everything you needed from great coordinators, um, which is his decision build out his own coaching staff to great players. They go out there, do some cool things with Josh Allen. And then obviously the digs of the world, Vaughn Miller, et cetera, et cetera. And we lose to the, to Patrick Mahomes in our backyard. Like if this was the year to do it, this is the year. So there's a, there's a possibility that they may move on and Bill Belichick's out there. Why would this make sense for Bill Belichick or even a, a hardball too? which Harbaugh seems to be a Cali guys trying to get the uh, the Chargers. But you got to think about the, the path to the playoffs. As a player, I didn't understand this the first half of my career, but the second half of my career, I understood it like, damn, that path to the playoffs. All you want to do is get in. Mm-hmm. Right? Think about it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers got in, and they actually was a score away from tying it up. A Baker Mayfield interception, right? Like, where they could now be in an NFC championship. Think about it. Tip ball, first quarter, you know, it wasn't Baker's fault. Tips and overthrows, got to have those with defense says. Now they get interception. Like, they, we're talking about game of inches. Yeah. So you got the Tampa Bay, but even the Detroit Lions in the NFC championship for 30-something years. So all you want to do is get in, and we're talking about this path to the, to, the, to the playoffs. So why am I saying all of that? Saying all of it to say this. The AFC East. Bill Belichick ran the AFC East for 20-something years in a row. So you go out there with Josh Allen, you, uh, are you afraid of the Miami Dolphins who can't play in the cold? You, How long do you think that's going to stick together? Aren't they down there over the cap next year? So they're, they got to change some things up. Are you afraid of the Jets? So, okay, cool. Aaron Rodgers for two more years. Y'all know I'm a Jets fan. Two more years, if that. I'm gonna go who ahead else and is in it. A, who else is in the division? So we got we got them and, and and who's the other team? The Patriots. You just left the Patriots. So yeah, so the path to the playoffs Buffalo. for the Buffalo Bills led by a Bill Belichick team. You talk about if he play if he coaches another five to ten years, damn, he'll be eighty something. I don't see him being eighty something on the side. Let's say he coaches another five years, bro. It's an easy path. And then the Falcons make sense, too, because that's a weak division. Baker Mayfield and those guys got in what? Nine and eight. Right. So, and you know, it was it was one of those situations. So it's a, it's, it's interesting. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch how all this stuff plays out. 
You know, there's some legendary coaches out there on the market. Uh, don't forget about Pete Carroll as well. You know, Pete Carroll, Absolutely. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, and then there's winners. some great coordinators. And then the game is shifting a little bit as well, guys. Like, you know, uh, they're they're hiring they're hiring football players, right? BC, yes, Gerard Mayo. They're hiring football players. Yes, and they're hiring. You know, let's be the honest. Marco, they're going with black it, football players. Rams? They're going with black coaches. A couple of these squads now. You know, that's right. So you know, I, I know. It's trendy. I know. I know, well, I know that was a thing in the NFL. I don't know a few years ago, or whatever. I guess uh, they didn't have enough black coaches and things of that nature. But um. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a good too, change. It's a good change. They they probably but, looked at it and said, "We our our our, our statistic says." Head coaches without their dads. <laughs> black, right. These black guys without their dads. Are good. You see over there? Said, <laughs> are great. Hey, Let Captain me stop for I, for I, he traumatizing trigger in BC. Traumatizing trigger. Ain't no triggers. Ain't no trauma. Nah, man. I think it's all ain't on no cap, man. No okay, BC. He, he right. Cap. Cap if you need, and, if you need somebody to talk to, zone. we here. Me, and, well, not me. I'm the no, worst no, no. person to talk to. Don't, don't we Andrew's a good person to talk to. We got better help too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, better online help. therapy. Oh, <laughs> yo, black communities, man, we ain't worth shit. But anyways, um, <laughs> we will joke on your trauma like it ain't nothing, man. So <laughs> let's play a game, y'all boys. Um, what's the word? Who's the daddy? <laughs> I can see him running down the hallway on Murray right now. <laughs> Sorry, BC. BC. Forgive oh, not me. me. <laughs> not me, shit. <laughs> That's crazy. I know who it is. I just don't fuck with him. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I knownly hate that motherfucker. Um... All right, guys. Let's play this game. Let's play this game for y'all. Have me go off the off the course. All right, go so ahead. So, what's the word? What's the word? Brandon. Uh, well, yeah, it's Brandon <laughs> is going to com complete the following sentences, and we have some good ones today. First up, the Chiefs will now face the Ravens in the AFC Championship next weekend. Lamar had four touchdowns and 100, 100 yards rushing on a very good Texans defense. So, what's the word? The Chiefs' chances of beating the Ravens are? I couldn't come up with a word here, guys. Like, I, you know, my, my, uh, what is it called? My, uh, my, uh, what is it called when you have words? Like, my, my bag is not that deep, right? My vocabulary, sorry. Vocabulary. See, you see what I'm saying? I don't even know vocabulary. <laughs> my vocabulary in the bag. is not that deep. I was looking for a word that uh, would, would embody um, you know, like from an experience standpoint, like they're, they have a chance because they're experienced. They've been there before. Right. Uh, you know, we're talking about Patrick Mahomes, his sixth year as the starting quarterback for the Kansas city chiefs. And this is his sixth AFC championship. Think about that. But this is not the same uh, Kansas city chiefs team that we saw the previous five years. And it's okay. And, and the crazy part is, as I was thinking about this, this has nothing to do with the Kansas City Chiefs. It really is about the Ravens. Sometimes, sometimes there just comes a season where a team is unstoppable. 
And that's Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens right now. Can Lamar Jackson and Ravens do, you know, what Patrick and them has done is like take over the AFC and everything runs through Baltimore from years to years. I don't think that's the case, but this year truly, it truly is. Everything is going through Baltimore. They're unstoppable. They finally got that defense back playing right. And that's, that that linebacker that they brought over from from de- like uh, from Chicago, per- perfect, great job getting him out of there. He totally brought you guys back. They'll lose their defensive coordinator after this, but right now that defense is playing well. And then Lamar Jackson, we talked about this. Here we go again. We talked about this last week. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, bro, I said it. I see he'll probably have four, three to four touchdowns collectively, right? But then he's going to have what well, I see. He probably could. This could be a game where you have 225. And, and tell me his, his stats again, Wu. I said verbatim. I said he could probably have like 220 yards passing and another 100 on the ground. He had 152 passing, two TDs, and he had 100 yards rushing with two rushing TDs. How do you stop that? Do you understand? Like, BC. So, how do you that? stop it when he looks like he's just having fun? Like, it don't even it's look so hard easy. for him. Andrew, when I used to be on the sideline and we were playing against even Aaron Rodgers, take Lamar out of it. Shoot, even Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's third and seven, third and eight, or third and 12. And then the quarterback drops back and then he takes off and picks up the first down. Are you kidding me? Did you see the play they ran on fourth down? It's like fourth and one and two. It's like they can do whatever they want, bro. This is really Madden. It's Madden, and this is like the guy who wins Madden every single year in the Madden tournament playing against my kid that's 10 years old. <laughs> He's that guy. If they BC, look, what's your it's thoughts? It's unstoppable. No, I mean, or what's your response, actually? What's your uh, fill in the blank? The chan- what's chance your word? Beating the Ravens are. Who's the daddy? Uh, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? Who's the daddy? Oh, this, <laughs> Change the this, game today. Shit, this year, this year is gonna be uh, Lamar Jackson, I think. Mm. Yeah. If they look, at, listen. If they beat the Chiefs comfortably next week, yeah, just go ahead and just give them give the them ring. the chip. Yeah, yeah. Just go ahead and give them the ring. Yo, did y'all see that pass to Likely for the touchdown? I don't know. I'm trying to pull specific stats, but I remember watching it. And he had to scramble, I think, to the right side of the field. He's scrambling, scrambling. And then you see him throw the ball. But it looks like it's just floating. And it was, I guess, the prior play that likely had the same exact play set up and told him, throw it higher. So he threw it maybe a foot or two higher. And it just floated right into Likely's hands. So I bring that up because it's, it's insane to me, like, how nice he is on both sides of the field, passing as well as receiving and even this morning, I heard on uh, first take they were talking about when he came in the league, they wanted him to be a quarterback. I mean, sorry, to be a wide receiver or a running back. And he might go down potentially as the greatest QB ever, just all around. And this is someone they wanted to just be a wide receiver or a quarterback. But I actually do have a follow up question for you guys. If you were betting right now, would you put money on Lamar or the field to win? Or the field to win Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP. Oh, but listen, I'll, I'll put the field. And the reason why I said that, I told you guys, this is a gut feeling. Um, there's no like analytics, no data to black back this up. 
no like nothing but gut. I said Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be the MVP. So I have obviously the Baltimore Ravens winning it, but I just think OBJ, uh, I don't know. Something I just I'm saying OBJ. I'm taking the field. I don't know why. I know. Just that's just, that's just <laughs> I like don't know that's, why, that's, that's the gambler in me. That's the gambler in me. I just think, you know, I'm a storyline guy. I'm a storyline guy. OBJ, big time and big games, right? Gotta have it moment. Boom, you playing against the Detroit Lions. You playing against the Detroit Lions in Vegas. Oh, you, you heard the Lions. Oh, you saying the Lions gonna take it next week too? I ain't, oh. I don't know. That ain't we ain't, that ain't formatted in our show yet. I'm just saying. I don't know if I'm yeah. supposed to give it a prediction or anything yet, but just, you, you playing already, against you the Lions. Saying it. You saying tough, it. That's a you tough prediction. The Lions. They bite they bite cats. It. You know, you heard what Dan Campbell said when he took you that sound like job you already in put a bag person. on it. I got I got OBJ MVP. I'm That'd taking a field. Uh Woo. Nah, he 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 would be almost back to back. I mean, it was two years ago, but it would almost be back to back Super Bowl attendances on two different teams, and he almost was the MVP of that game. Nah, That's nah. insane. But let's move on. He guys. was, yeah, he, he was going to be MVP. MVP. He was going to be the MVP. No, I'm saying. All right, he's so not this, gonna be the Super Bowl MVP. sorry, go ahead, BC. OBJ's not going to be the Super Bowl MVP. The Baltimore, <laughs> maybe, if the Baltimore Ravens make it there, hands down, it's going to be Lamar Jackson. All right, book it. So the next topic is super interesting. CeeDee Lamb's mom went on Facebook after the Cowboys lost to the Packers in the wild card round and posted, Dak isn't it. CeeDee is, of course, Dak's number one weapon. So what's the word? Dak should feel blank about CeeDee's mom throwing throwing shade. Uh, Hurt. Hurt. You got to understand the relationship between quarterback, forget this teammate, like teammate, like, boom, that's still disrespectful, still be hurt, right? Because it's like everybody know, like, especially that, you know, that, that you know, your 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 core family, they know too, they extension of the locker room. Yo, y'all might have, y'all might be privy to some information, but y'all can't go out there and say certain things. Y'all got to protect the locker room too. Like if my mom, my, my, my sister, my wife or somebody came out, and, and said something like that. It's like, what are you doing? Like, cancel Christmas? You ain't coming over. You ain't getting no <laughs> gift. What are you doing? You can't do that, even if that's how we really feel in the household, right? Um, but he should feel hurt. Quarterback, wide receiver relationship, very special. Very special, okay? And so I guarantee that Dak has been around CD's mom. And I guarantee... There's a good chance, and I know how we do it in the black community. There's a good chance that what after those games when he sees CD's mom in the tunnel, what they going, what are you gonna say? What up, mom? Yeah, what up, mom, mom? Dukes? Right. So now you got you got your your, your you know one of your, your your homies' moms saying this. It hurts. It hurts. So um, I think I, I don't want it. That's that CD's mom. I ain't trying to be disrespectful, um, you know. But I think she. She made a mistake. That's what I'm going to say, because I don't want to say the wrong thing. She made a mistake. It's not that big of a deal, but it's news because of the Dallas Cowboys and the situation is the situation. But, you know, she shouldn't have done that. She shouldn't have done that at I all. I feel you on that. I don't know how you top hurt. What, what, what do you think, BC? I think he feels he should feel uh, informed. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Why are you I like that angle, though. <laughs> <laughs> he said, 
He should feel informed, like, oh, that's what's up, mom. <laughs> nah, nah, Start okay. calling her by her first name. Like, that's now, good, BC. He should feel <laughs> informed now. Like, okay, now you know how they really feel about you. You know what I mean? And that's and, and move accordingly. Like, shit, that's it. At the end of the day, like, I, I don't know why you should take it any other way. Like, this is your teammate. Y'all playing a game. Like, all right, cool. She said you ain't it. That's how she feels. She feel like you ain't it. That ain't. She ain't say nothing about him personally, though. Like, oh, you know, she didn't say anything bad about him personally. That's how she feels. She feels like he ain't it. So, you know, by extension, yeah, your number one wide receiver might feel the same way too. Like, oh, you know, ah, man, this, you know, because if you you having those type of conversations, she feels comfortable enough to come out there and say that. But also, that's her opinion. CD might not feel like that. That's her opinion. But definitely, like you said, you're going to see her in the hall, in the tunnel, coming out during the games and shit now. Yeah, bro. You should just feel Yo. informed. It's just a respect <laughs> thing, bro. Like you now see, you know. You, see your, you know, Jay Cutler's, when I seen Jay Cutler's mom, it's like you spend extra time with him. You go out your way, make you say hello, you give him a hug, take pictures with them or whoever. They, they might have 100 people and you ain't never going to tell them no. You know what I'm saying? Um, you go out your way to make them feel comfortable. You know, I'm but, sure before CD got his own box, and you know, or his own little suite, you know, Dak probably let them sit in the suite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you so, don't know how they really feel about you, so you, yeah. uh, you, 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 you a little uninformed. Yeah, you be y'all being nice, exchanging pleasantries and shit, but you don't know how but, they really feel. Now you know how his though. moms really feel, and that's cool. What, what, it's, yep, it's, it's, it's cool. You know no, what I mean? Like you say. <laughs> You know where BC you stand. BC said informed. BC said informed. Yeah, you know where you know where you stay on brand. BC BC stay on brand. <laughs> but look, here's the deal. Woo, can you pull up uh, CD's career stats and just go year by year by year by year? Can you do that really quickly? And this is I Brandon Marshall here. This is my radio voice. Uh, Sirius XM Faction Talk Channel 103. Sitting here every day, all day with BC in the booth and Andrew out west. And we also got an amazing team. We got Brian out there in Connecticut somewhere. He's the super, 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 super producer. And also jazz, jazz on the beats, jazz on the graphics. And then you got Omari spinning up all the social content. How did I do it? That, that sound like radio? Did that sound it like sound, radio? It sound like radio, but you did miss Shelly, though. Shelly, Shelly, Shelly out in Austin, <laughs> Texas. Shelly, by the way, I, I pulled up say, those boy, stats. Like, put that Shelly on it, boy. You see something dope coming out of I Am Matthew on the little social with the little characters and the memes. I say, put that Shelly on the e. Shelly, I know my Shelly is dope with, <laughs> with the clips. <laughs> but I got his stats. What do you need to know, B? Just go through. Uh, just You know what? Just give me the catches and the yards by okay. the year. So he had 74 catches his first year, 935 yards, 79 the next Ooh. year, 1,102 yards, 107 the next year, 1,359 yards. And this past year, he had 135 receptions with 1,749 yards. Did you so say 135 receptions? Is that three all time? Oh, that's I, you don't have to answer that question. I know. It was Marvin Harrison I had the record for a long time, like 142, something like that. Then you had Mike mm -hmm. Thomas down there with the Saints uh, and Drew Brees. He eclipsed that. And I believe I believe that could be – that puts him at three all-time in a single season. Catches. Maybe. Maybe. Let's fact-check that. But he's up there. He's definitely top five. And then the the, the yards, when you say 1,600, over 1,600 yards, that's the best. 1,700 yards. This year he had how many? 
1,749 yards. Okay, because that's including playoffs. Okay, that is the best season a Dallas Cowboys receiver has ever had. And so I'm saying on it to say this, tell y'all this story and bring it all back around. 2013, 2014, 2013 in Chicago playing for the Bears. My dad, who I also struggle with, BC, I don't talk to him at all the last three years. We go back and forth. So I'm a little bit of a bastard too. Okay. So while I'm laughing at you, I'm laughing at me. We in the same boat. We in the same boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we both bastards. Oh my God. But no, no. So my pops, man. Shout my out pops, to my dad uh, real quick. <laughs> Thank you for being there, Dad. Appreciate you, Lincoln. You normie. You call him a normie. You keep going with mom and dad. Oh, nah, I grew up that's in divorce household, though. But that's why you're such a good person. I mean, I got great Your people around a, me. That's how you look at certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got that from me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, listen, this happened to be a, t- a year where me and dad is cool. All right. And and I ain't going front. My dad was in my life, you know what I'm saying? And 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 if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. But there definitely comes with a lot of dysfunction. So, anyways, 2013, um, probably coming off of what my second best year, my maybe my best year ever in my career. And remember, I played with Jay Cutler in Denver. We're drafted in 2006 draft. He was the 11th overall pick in that draft. He was our quarterback. I came along in a fourth round receiver. So we create this crazy bond, 100 catches, 100 catches, 100 catches, then trade it, trade it, trade it, right? We put the band back together. We're in Chicago. They hate it, Jay Cutler. Hate it. Okay, smoking Jay. So my dad's out in, in the city walking around. I'm sitting in my condo. He comes in. He's like, man, everybody in Chicago, he's talking about Jay Cutler this, Jay Cutler that. And I looked at him. I say, I love Jay Cutler. My family loved Jay Cutler. He keep feeding my son. 118 catches, 110 catches, 103 catches, $40 million contract, $30 million extension. So I say that because CD, like his mom got to understand, have we not forgotten the bigger play here? Are, 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 are we that greedy where we want it all? Your son, we just laid out all the stats for you. In his first year, he almost went over 1,000 yards, 70-something catches, another 70-something catches, 100 catches, and 130-something catches. He's about to get probably the richest deal at the receiver position if he wants it, if he fights for it. Okay. You should be saying, we love Dak Prescott. In my household, we love Dak (laughs) Prescott, right? Because mama, when mama pulled up in that Bentley, when mama get in that uh, 6,000-square-foot crib, Guess who's the number one catalyst behind that? Dak Prescott. Because the grass ain't always green on the other side. I mean, if you're looking at it selfishly, but they looking at it as winning. He ain't Man, it. Okay. He ain't it. Thank you for the th- for everything you just laid out. I'm sure they're grateful. They 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 love him for that. But she probably talking about getting to the top of that mountain. She sees what I see. Top he of the mountain. It. You want to be at the top of the mountain? With no jacket, with no food, you want to win the ring. Or I want to be at the top Can't of the mountain w's. with a nice you house. Win, you want to win the ring or not? I, yes, I nice. want it all. That's nice. I want it all. 
that's all nice. All, but you know what I want first though? Because listen, he can Dak press uh CD Lamb, they can win a ring and CD Lamb have 45 catches. Yeah. Now what we talking about? Now yeah. she now she still they still gonna be complaining. The C- the CD well, Lamb, the CD- my son the ball more. Forget that ring. CD Lamb just got his money, right? Say that again. CD Lamb just got his money. No, not no, yet. He hasn't gotten it yet. Oh yeah, yeah. She wild out then. Yo. So actually, waited. Should have waited till that contract came in. And, <laughs> then she could have talked crazy. I thought they got his money already. Then I was gonna be like, you know, well, then that's why she's talking like that because <laughs> he got his money. No. Yeah. After that, then there's a problem. Yeah. That's what happened with me and Jay Cutler, right? Like. uh that's how things imploded in Chicago that last year. They pay me. They pay him. We draft Alshon Jeffrey. We uh, go out in free agency. We we acquire Martellus Bennett. We go get uh, Bushrod, left tackle from the Saints. We we draft Kyle Long in the first round, or right guard, Howie Long, son, right? We got Matt Forte. We pay Matt Forte. Okay? And now we're like, let's go win the Super Bowl. And so the conversation shifted then. And so then, like, okay, now we can have those conversations. But it took, what, 10 years to get there. Like, nah, bro, forget. We got the money. We got everything. Let's go win now. Okay? And that's when things shifted. So, you know, Dak Prescott uh, and CeeDee Lamb obviously is one of the deadliest duos uh, in the NFL. And and as a receiver, you got to understand, it's not always green on the other side. You know, I went yeah. from 100 catches, 100 catches, 100 catches, Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl, getting my big deal, going to the Miami Dolphins, and now I'm, I got 80 catches, 84 catches. I made one Pro Bowl, but barely got over 1,000 yeah. yards, three touchdowns, six touchdowns, right? And then everybody in Miami, the Andrew Who Woos of the world, and his whole hey. family is like, why are we pay him all that money? He sucks. He's don't, this. Don't I had me. Chad Henney. Oh, I ain't no Dolphin I, fan. I had Chad Henney. Tyler Thigpen, what you want me to do with that? I'm one-on-one backside. They not even looking at me. So we better be careful, mama. Yeah, we got to be I careful. Love you. I love you, mama. But you let, better let be careful. Let me ask you guys yeah, right, a question why? about That going to be gone contract. before CD, probably. Let, let, let me actually ask you guys about Dak's contract. So his number is going to skyrocket once the 2024 year begins, right? So which this actually means to the Cowboys – that uh, most likely they they will get an extension done before then. But if you are Dak, are you committing 100% to Dallas moving forward? Uh, first off, he is. Like, you, you got to see how he moves. Uh, so, like, just how he thinks, 100%. That's not even a question. Um, but, you know, because it's a hypothetical and we just, like, open it up to everybody, like, of course, like, you, you know, you, you do it. You do it 100, percent and and I think you do it. You do it with uh, you do it with 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 uh, you know uh, really uh, expressing what you want and what you need. And he did that right after the game. I think that was one of the best things a leader could do, and and with Dak Prescott as a quarterback, the Dallas Cowboys could have done. And he said, if Mike McCarthy is on a hot seat and he needs to be fired, then I need to lose my job too. What did he do there? What he did is he talked to Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, and everybody else that could be a part of his process and telling them, y'all want to do business with me, 
Y'all better keep my y'all better keep my head coach my slash slash OC. And I and I know I know it's not popular right now. I know people don't get it and understand it, but that's the best. That was the best decision. I mean, for Dak Prescott, but also the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm gonna go out there and say it right now. I don't know. This is see, I'm a pain freak. I'm gonna say Dallas Cowboys gonna be legit next year. Philadelphia Eagles. Oh my God, BC, put your head back up, BC. Stop doing this, man. Just give me two more minutes. Listen to me for Yo, ninety more BC, seconds. BC, this man has officially began pushing <laughs> the bandwagon. Again. Like he's not even joining it anymore. He's pushing the broke down bandwagon at this point. Like, hear, me hear me out here. Hear me. Hear me out here. Hear me out here. Hear me out here, BC. Oh my God. Chemistry and continuity. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Do you believe in the Eagles? Do you believe in the Eagles, BC? Just answer the questions really quickly. Do you believe in the Eagles no. next year? <clears throat> no. Okay, cool. Now, take the bias out of it. Who, who, Who's your team? The New York Giants. Full disclosure. Do you, do you believe the Giants is going to be better than the Cowboys next year? Come on, BC. Be honest, bro. Not all no makeup. What if we do this in the draft? Being, what if being, okay, being realistic right where they and stand. honest. Right now, where things stand, no, the the Cowboys will still be ahead of the Giants. And then the last team in this division, who's the who's the head coach and the quarterback? Can you tell me the head coach and the quarterback's name of the Washington Commanders? No, I can't. <laughs> so, so this team just won twelve games and they've been winning the last couple of years. What that means? And they keep their quarterback and they keep their head coach. What does that They're mean? They're going to. I talked about it earlier. Path to the playoffs. They got the easiest path to the playoffs. You think they're going to go out? Well, they, I ain't going to say they think because they go out, the Green Bay Packers. But look, we all talking about, oh, my goodness. Everybody's getting Green better. Bay Packers, Jordan Love's first year, this and that. Look how they – they the Packers almost beat the 49ers, bro. Everybody's getting Everybody's getting better. The Packers are going to be better next year with Jordan Love. That like these teams are getting better, and then you're gonna come back and sell me the same old Cowboys. You're gonna come back with the same Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, and, and, and Mike McCarthy. Man, get out of here, man! They're See, gonna do the same thing. They're gonna level out right there. They might win less games next year. They did. You telling me no, they no, won no, no? But you see what year. you just said though. You talked about everybody out of the division, so I agree with you there. But look what's happening now. I talk about the path to the, the, path playoffs, to the playoffs. Getting in, and anything can happen. Anything can happen. Exactly. Like the Packers so the Giants could be, could be really NFC good. The Giants could be really good next year. Anything can happen, right? So that's what I'm saying. The Giants could actually come out and show out next year, and then where the Cowboys at? But I, that's all what if stuff. That's wild, all what if stuff. Card. What I do know is, Wu, can you pull up the Giants, the uh, the Cowboys uh, record the last four years with Mike McCarthy? Is it yeah. four or three years? I believe it's twelve and five. Twelve and five. The first year I think it was like six and nine, maybe. Yeah, but it was like, uh, twelve and five the last three years, and his first year he was six and ten. What are we talking about here? Take, here's the thing: I don't know if we're talking about we. Well, we already talked about this. Here's what everybody needs to understand. Okay, faction talk, serious XL. Everybody listening, and BC. Hopefully you don't, you don't get me on mute. And you listening right now too? All right. Here's what we got to understand, guys. If you put Mike McCarthy on any other team. And he has the same run, 6-9, and 12-5, and 12-5, 12-5. Will we be talking about firing him? Yes. No, we would not. No, I don't think the only so. Reason why, the only reason why we're talking about it is because he, 
all of uh, all of Jerry Jones's challenges and problems. Jerry Jones needs to fire himself and be mad at himself. Um, Twenty something years not winning a Super Bowl, where going was Mike, to the NFC Championship, et cetera, et cetera. That stuff that 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 Mike that where Mike was Mike McCarthy? McCarthy wasn't there. Where was Mike that McCarthy Prescott before wasn't this? There. Where was Mike uh, McCarthy? Green Bay. This? Green Bay. He won a Super Bowl in Green Bay. He won one Super Bowl in Green Bay. How many years was he in Green Bay? Maybe he like was in there for thirteen years. Thirteen years. 13. How many? Who were his quarterbacks in Green Bay? Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron, right Aaron, for the whole thirteen Aaron. years. Yeah, for the yeah, whole thirteen yeah, years. Yeah, Drew, 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 Brett, Brett Favre. He had so Brett, Brett Favre. No, 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 no. He had all his time was with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. yeah, that's the was... football no, no, ever. No, he had Brett Favre. I think he had Brett Favre. I think he might have had number four. Okay, he might have So, Mr. Mike McCarthy, right? Okay. Um, he's winning. He's doing all of this. So he was in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The goal is to win championships. You had like, mm-hmm. you had arguably better quarterbacks than Dak Prescott, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Follow me, follow me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you came away with one Super Bowl ring with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm supposed to believe that giving you another 13 years in Dallas with Dak Prescott <laughs> is going to make going? it happen. <laughs> Oh, is this what I'm supposed to go with? <laughs> You're l- lucky year number 14, bro. Is this what bro? I'm supposed to be believing right now? <laughs> nah. BC, that was some high-level football talk you just did right there. You just convinced me. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to hold you. Let me tell you why, because I'm an honest guy. And probably 99% of people listening and hearing this right now never heard me say this before. I always said that the Green Bay Packers underperformed with their time with uh, Aaron Rodgers, and they should be ashamed of themselves. Hell yeah! And How who, do you have Aaron Rodgers? You only win one. Who was leading? And that? I know, I know. That's why I'm saying you convinced me, brother. So, like, so basically, I'm going like, off so, the track record. I'm going off the track record. That's 13 plus how many so years with the Cowboys, and you only got one ring, and we're supposed to be acting like he's that man, like he's that guy. Ooh. Ooh. I'm not. I'm not buying it. Now, if you would have told me he won four rings with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, and he just you know needs a little bit more time yeah, yeah, to get yeah, it yeah, done yeah. in Dallas, I could get with that. I would have been like, ah, yeah, you, you know, may, maybe we give him some more time because he's he's proven that he one ring with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> okay, you All done. Right, you done or you finished? You done or you finished? You, finish you got or you me. Done. You got me. Y'all like, finish I, or y'all like, I can't y'all drop this mic. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. All right, so so here's the question then. Then then what's the answer? Okay, we firm, but that's not the answer. The answer, what's the answer? The answer is Harbaugh? No, I'm just a playing. new coach, new blood. Who? That's what I'm saying. Who? New blood. You know, new coach, new quarterback. You either got to change the coach, or change somebody who's going to be able to get extract the best deck that you can get. Or you need to put in another quarterback that's going to be able to facilitate and execute Mike McCarthy. Over, and, over, so over, overcompensate for yeah Mike McCarthy's uh, lack of. I thought Mike McCarthy had his best year ever, bro. I, I'm not gonna hold you there. I still believe in chemistry and continuity. I think they have a chance. I do, but you you definitely open my eyes. And, and and look, you open my eyes to the point like before you said what you said, I would have been like. No, not like just this, this whole tight, but if you can get 
And I'm not just because Jim Harbaugh is the hot name out there. I'm not, you know, I'm I'm gonna use that, but I'm not saying he's the answer. I don't know if he's the answer for any of these teams. We just know he had a really great. Was it four years in San Fran? He's a proven proven winner. winner. Yeah, but he almost got his ass fired in Michigan too. Like it wasn't before this year. Neil opened up. It was a struggle. Yeah, it was a struggle. So 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 look, I don't see Bill Belichick going there. Uh, You talk about fresh blood and young. Man, some I don't I don't know who Man, it is. I, I don't know what the what the coaching landscape looks like right now. I'm just saying McCarthy has proven that he's not like he's good enough. He'll get you there or close to there. He's not getting you past that hump more than one time. Well, well I'll <laughs> so, say but this. But the guys. thing is, but the thing is, go ahead, go ahead, because we can talk about this. No, no, no. I know. I was gonna say. I I think we need to touch back on this. And uh, move forward a little bit so you guys have some time to think on it. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. So going into the next What's the Word, guys, I wanted to ask you, um, so Dave Chappelle is the latest to actually comment on the viral Cat Williams interview where he goes, goes off on several popular comedians for joke stealing and other accusations. It's the story that will not go away. So what's the word? This Cat Williams drama is... Let me let me hear from BC first on this one. Okay. The Cat Williams drama is hilarious. It's just hilarious to me. Every like everything that's come out of it is just funny. Like he's hit on some points though, some serious points uh, or whatever, and, and some issues here and there. But just everything, this I mean, is just funny. It's the story that just keeps on giving for real. Honestly, Cat Williams is hilarious. Dave Chappelle. Uh, I like Dave Chappelle's point though. Like, yeah, maybe you're going too hard on you know your contemporaries and shit like that. But I mean, the man want to tell his truth. <laughs> yeah, and if it's true with the joke stealing, I mean that's a serious thing. Yeah. Take people years to come up with bits. I mean, no idea is original, right? Like somebody's gonna, absolutely, uh, you know, jokes. Yeah, you might get inspired by somebody else's joke and tell tell it a little differently. But if you're just really out there blatantly taking a taking somebody's jokes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Y'all ever it's heard it. of Carlos Mencia? I've heard the name mm-hmm. sounds familiar. Mm-mm, no, I have not. All right. If I flash back twenty years, he was one of the most popular comedians. He had his own show that aired around the same time as Dave Chappelle's show. Mm-hmm. He's no longer on the radio. I'm a big comic head, by the way, guys. But, like, he actually got taken off the radar for joke stealing. And he was stealing Cosby jokes from the 70s. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, that's straight plagiarism. That's so, just, you, you know, know what I'm saying? That's, like, like, it, can, it, can, it was bad, too. Like, Joe Rogan went in on him, all kinds of stuff. Pulling, he got banned there's from pulling comedians. from... There's pulling from... <laughs> you can pull from... <laughs> there's pulling from, and then there's just taking. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that's... That, yeah. That's that's where the line is drawn at. Like um, you can pull. Wow. So so interesting. This is an interesting conversation. Is and it's you know it's a conversation that uh, 
you know, continue to stay on the front page in, 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 in some type of way over the last three to four weeks, right? Um, so for those who are listening now and may, uh, may not know what we're talking about, a couple of weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, Cat Williams two, went two on the Club Shay Shay podcast, that's Shannon Sharp, um, and he literally just talked about everybody in the industry and gave like personal, you know, information, secrets, da 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 da, right? Some, a lot of people are saying a lot head. of it is true. Some people are pushing back saying, okay, he went a little too far. And this is like one of the most legendary interviews ever. Like it really broke the internet. We're talking about now in three weeks, 54 million views. Like it's going down in history as one of the most legendary ones. And, and, and so my answer, fill in the word, Andrew, it's typical. And I'm not trying to go too deep and I won't go too deep here, but it's like, yo, we just tear each other down. You know what I mean? Like, and, and we talk about our community and being a community. And it's just like, instead of working together, we try to compete. It's happening now in podcasts. I, I've been a part of it the last two, three years. Dudes leads the platform, lead a podcast. Boom. Now it's just da 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 da. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like I took the right route, but you know, at times, you know, you get pulled into it a little bit. And so it's sad because what those guys should be doing is coming together and building the next Kings of Comedy, the next Deaf Comedy Jam, right? That's what they should be doing, pushing the industry forward, making movies together. And so I don't like I it. And, and, and I also blame uh, Shannon Sharp as well. You know, like a lot of people are talking about Cat Williams, but I blame Shannon Sharp because he's building this platform off of this, he knows this stuff sells. The same thing I said when he had uh, when he when he had Marshawn Lynch on, and they're talking about Russell Wilson's like stuff from two three years ago, and it's like you have an opportunity to build up another black man, another man, and you choose to do go the other way. Like yes, we got to hit on certain things, and, and we can do it in a way that's still entertaining, but it's not tearing each other down. I mean, we had how many people? But BC, how many people have we had on our platform over the last couple of years? And we've asked them a the tough question, but it's in a way to let them express themselves and for us to push them back and hold them accountable. And everybody got every everything they needed out of it. And it wasn't in bad taste. But you never know. And so, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, the last thing I would say is this, BC, but I do, I do, I do see, you know, Cat Williams in this as well, meaning like the hurt. Because, like, there's a lot of things that we don't know. Like, the stuff that he talked about was, like, it was almost as if he held all this in for 15, 20, 30 years. Right, and it was like, this right. is my moment. Y'all been trying me. Da -da 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 -da. And he just came out. Boom. So a lot of it was personal. And, and some of these people may have deserved it. So I do see Cat. I do see Cat Williams in this situation. Yeah. BC. I definitely think. I, I agree with you uh, as far as, like, the tearing down of each other and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that it. <clears throat> It really kind of has to just stop with all of this every time, you know, somebody gets up to this level and it's like, oh, I got to knock this one off and all of that stuff. Um, and I also agree that, yeah, he's definitely been hurt. Hurt. You could tell like how he's talking is like he's going through. He's taking it personal. Like, yeah, I'm going to let you guys know, like, this is this is what's going on um, with the Shannon, though. I just think that, like, he just knew the 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 
the triggers. You know what I mean? Like he knew the buttons to press or what. Right. Was, like, but you don't know how Cat really is gonna respond to these things, right? Like, I'm. I don't think he knew that he was gonna like go and start just tearing into all these people because he was like, oh, why he catch a stray? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why he catch a stray? Like he ain't know. But yeah, you put him in. A, you set him up in that situation, and then of course you put alcohol involved. They, you know, they sipping, they chilling. And he just gets to talking. I don't know. I don't think he knew that it was gonna go <laughs> that crazy. But yeah, definitely. You know, he he definitely teed him up to go off, hitting him with these subjects and just asking about certain people. Like he definitely, you know, give him well, a lot. Well, here, you know? here, here's here's what I say. No, because if you watch it, and I watched all like three hours and thirty three minutes of it, right? Cat um, came. That was Cat's uh, objective. Cat came there. He watched everybody that came on, all the comedians that spoke about him or even the industry mm -hmm. um, over the last couple of years on Club Shay Shay. All right, and so he came, and that was his motive was just like to answer all those questions or to push back. Shannon really didn't, Shannon really didn't like, he, he, it was, it was easy for him. He was just like, wow, now you going there? Yeah. Oh my goodness. No, don't say that. Don't do that. Right. So like yeah. he was, he, <laughs> he gave him the biggest blessing of, the, of, of yeah. them all yeah. when it comes to this space. But my thing is this BC, I just think that, and, and maybe, you know, I'm soft and I don't get it, but, I just feel like there's certain things, bro, like that we've there's opportunities that we've had on the show to put stuff out that would have went juicy. I mean, crazy viral. That was super juicy. And afterwards, I was like, that's going to do more harm than good, meaning like it's going to it's going to divide athletes or our community even more, mm -hmm. you know, or I might even look at a mm -hmm. dude like you sure you want to say that because you look bad. Yeah. Like, you know, Cam Newton came on this example and this is not like a messy one. But I, before I said, what's your objective? What are you trying to accomplish? I want to go back to the Patriots. Okay, cool. He comes out there and he's saying, see, he gets, well, he's loose. He's wide open. And then after the show, I was like, Cam, like, I don't think that, I think that one part that you said, we should take that out because I don't know if Bill Belichick would love that part. He spoke highly mm -hmm. of Bill Belichick, but there was one part I was like, ah, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. And I just think we in this new media space have an opportunity to, to, to bring each other along. Like we go, farther together like imagine like people coming together it's hard to do yeah. it's almost impossible almost impossible for sure but i think that's a moral dilemma b um but let's mm. do this let's go from tearing down black men to building them back up we got a mobile one uh you know uh promotion here that we're doing and we also have uh patrick certain who joined us for the mobile one promotion um, I Am Athlete is actually partnering with Mobile One for our Behind the Drive series, and our latest guest is one of the best shutdown corners in the NFL and a budding superstar in Denver. Here's a little taste of our conversation with the Broncos' Patrick Sertain II. best thing about driving is just like the calmness of the ride just enjoying you know every mile you take you know just looking at the scenery and like every day when I wake up you know in Colorado I see the mountains for me being from South Florida 
and coming to Colorado and seeing mountains, you know, instead of beaches, just sort of helps me understand that there's more things to life and just exploring the world while driving in a car at a moment of time, I think is pretty great. Colorado is like a very beautiful place. It's like authentic to its nature. I always look at the mountains while I'm driving. Um, it makes me feel like a sense of clarity. Like when you look at the mountains, this sort of gives you like a relief, like a, like a moment. You know how beautiful it is. And you look at it and it's like, man, I could be anywhere else, you know what I mean? But I'm just glad I get to see the world, what the world has to offer. You know, it's a dope, dope feature to have every day to wake up to. Well, how we managed to turn the season around was, I think from the jump, it started with our leadership. And uh, obviously we got great leaders around us. You know, me, Justin Simmons, Kareem, Russ, um, Court. And when you got guys like that around, I just think it builds the utmost confidence, no matter what you go through. Cause I just think we locked in with our habits, you know, our practice habits, um, meeting habits, film study habits. Then they say, no, we looked up and we just kept winning and winning. Some words of advice, you know, I give to anybody. You know, the main thing is to stay steadfast and stay focused on your goals and your aspirations. Cause I believe once you focus on those, that'll help you propel you to different levels. And that's, that's some of the things I learned. Uh, obviously sitting at one in five, it wasn't a start we didn't want to have, but you know, once I seen guys rally together and understand, man, like we still got a long season ahead of us. That's just simple as that. And everybody just locked in and bought into the process. And they say, no, we went on the win streak, started winning games and everybody mojo and confidence went back up. One thing that happened when we were sitting at one in five was just speaking positive affirmation, um, not only from within, but throughout everybody around and that creates great habits. You know, through those times, I think it was just the greatest times because we found our true selves and uh, what type of team we wanted to be. Over the course of the years, I believe with this organization, you know, I feel like it's always been led by the defense. Since I've been here, I had great veterans on the defense side of the ball. You know, Josie Jewell, Kareem Jackson, uh, Justin Simmons, you know, those guys. And, um, you know, when we started the season, you know, as bottom tier of ranked defenses, I just felt like it was just a matter of time before we turned things around, and that's what happened. I don't think adversity is a bad thing. I think it brings the best out of you. And once you look at it that way, um, I think you'll be able to handle adversity the best way possible. You know, I feel like God gives adversity to his toughest soldiers, and I believe you know, facing adversity, you find your true self. When you mention adversity, I believe like this truck describes that. You could take it through the toughest times, through snowstorms, through, you know, heavy thunderstorms, and it, it will stay durable. You know, when you face life hardships, the only person you got is yourself. And when I think about this Denali truck, and as it goes through certain environments, certain conditions, it stays durable. In a human perspective, dealing with adversity, I think if you come out durable and come out the same, you can't steer you no wrong.
I actually really like the way he ended that, guys, where he mentions the adversity, you know? He mentions how if you change your perspective on adversity and look at it as only growth, I mean, you can't you can't tackle any problems. What do you think, B? No, it was great, man. Like, I, I, I really enjoy uh, my time with Patrick Sertan. So we partnered with Mobile One right before football season. And uh, we had an opportunity to, you know, collab with three guys, three players, and follow them throughout the year. And uh, Patrick Sertan was one, T. Higgins, and then the young boy down in Houston, Tank Dell. And Pat, and everybody's so unique and so different. And Pat is truly one of those dudes that, you know, his hand always stays steady. You know, uh, he doesn't get too high. He doesn't get too low. He's locked in. He's focused. He's extremely mature. So seeing a young guy with this type of mindset, you know, it, it taught me something. And so, you know, I'm not surprised that he thought this way, you know, and, and he talked this way. He truly is like a, a pro's pro. And so um, I enjoyed it, bro. This next one's going to be even better. You know, the last one is going to come back, come out in a couple of weeks to follow this one. He opens up even more because that was during, that was right before they imploded, right? So they, they imploded, reloaded, and imploded again in one year. Went from the worst defense to the one of the best defense and through six-game stretch. And then they lose to Houston, to the Patriots. And there was one other team, all winnable games. They should be in the playoffs right now. They should be in the playoffs right now. And so the last one, just recapping the season, was uh, was pretty cool as well. Yeah. No, it was it was dope, man. It actually just reminded me of Kareem Jackson, who's also on the Denver Broncos, and he kind of had a rough season too, man. Oh, he was. They let him go. He, they, they let, let him go. go. Yeah. He kept after getting he got back from suspension. And, yeah, it was just a lot going on this season. But he was on, um, um, I believe it was our Pepsi rookie. No, yeah, it was Pepsi rookie of the week. He was a vet that actually spoke with us. But, guys, we're going to move forward with some big news. We got the NFC Championship game set now. All right? We got Liners versus Niners. And for the first time in over 30 years, the Lions are going to the NFC Championship game. Hold on. You said the Detroit take, t- takes out the Bucks and will now face the top seed Niners. The biggest story is the status of Debo Samuel and his injured shoulder. He is reportedly 50-50 to play, and San Francisco is a touchdown favorite. B, are the Lions being disrespected with this point spread? Tony, did you have something? BC jumped in. He tried to cut you off. He was being oh, no, rude. no. I was just what saying that. Saying? I thought he said, because um, <laughs> he said the liners. <laughs> he was like the liners and the niners. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my bad. Did I? I meant lions versus niners. But, yeah, the liners and the niners. I was crazy. <laughs> so, sorry. So what's the question? I just kept looking at BC's face as he was talking. He was confused. Uh, no, it was <laughs> – uh, are the Lions being disrespected with this point spread? What's the spread? It just says San Francisco is a touchdown favorite. So I guess. You know. uh, listen, listen, who cares? I'm going to be honest with you. Who the fuck cares? When I was in a locker room, I didn't care. What are you talking about? I don't care about these people in Vegas or, or Planet Mars who's coming up with these point spreads. Who are they? I never even met these people. <laughs> Like, dude, like you think you think football players is thinking about this from a fan's perspective is, and, and from a media spe- perspective, like we're into this and we talk about it. Well, I can't say that because the Detroit Lions were one of the teams that had like five, six people suspended 
for gambling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so play, football players, players like do be paying attention to those spreads. Yes, yes they do. They yeah, like, yeah, oh, they yeah. They, they, but they probably like, ooh, ooh. Like the players, the Detroit Lions are probably like, ooh, ooh, they got us at seven. I'm a, That's probably why they, they ass got suspended. Because they always had this, you know, these worst spreads, and they're like, oh, we know who we are. Yeah, we know we're going to cover. The <laughs> <laughs> they they to cover every week the last two years, and that's why all them freaking guys suspended. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now nah, we got to get this BC, But for real, though, man, these guys don't care, man. Um, You know, like, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, cool. You know, it's, it's very rare where guys really take these things personal. You know what I'm saying? Even some of the things that we hear in the media is just all talking. It's just the banter, just to get the juices flowing in practice or right before the game. But, you know, the Lions, they, come on, they're playing with house money. 30 years? How many years has it been for them being in this position? 30 years. Everything they do is 30 years right now. Them been Yeah, so like, yeah. I, if I'm in that organization, I wouldn't care. I'm happy to be here. But I'm coming with a chip on my shoulder for sure. Like I'm not just here just to be here. Yeah, so let me ask you this then. Stay out of there. If if Debo does not play, do you trust Brock Purdy to perform without him? One hundred percent. Brock Purdy's him. Y'all better stop trying that man. And I know we're going to say, well, he can't. He started off hot last year, did a great job. Then he got injured. Then he came back, and they were great. And then he, his guys went down, and then he looked like just like a guy. Then they Debo comes back, guys come back, and then he's back as the guy, like a you know him actually. So look, he's always been him for me. You know, I, a player having two, three bad games is, is not the end of the world for me. Um, they over, they obviously overcame it. Um, this is a this is huge. Like the the, the Detroit Lions, the, it's the Detroit Lions. And y'all know how I felt about the Detroit Lions the second half of the season. I didn't believe they were going to be in this position. But they earned this. They fought for this. Well, and so you need to have everybody that. you need to have everybody firing in the same direction to get through the Detroit Lions at home. Well, and so if Debo Samuels isn't there, uh, this is definitely going to, to affect Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers' chances of advancing, for sure. Debo Samuels is he's a he's a Come on, man. You put him anywhere. He's going to make a play. Facts. Well, let's talk about a little bit of that inspiration on the Lions side and talk about Dan Campbell. If you were a team looking for a head coach, what do you think it would take for the Lions to consider letting him go? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, so Brian, hey, talking about this before the show, I'm like, why are you asking this question? This makes no sense. But kind of get it. It's cool. But my answer is this. Ownership, nothing. Like, and I say that because there ain't nobody giving them ownership. It's nothing. Everything that we just said, like, it's been how many years since they've been yeah, in this position? Why is that even a? Why was? Why is that even a question? They, why would they get rid of them? Well, no, it's like a hypothetical, right? Like a hardball. Think about you going to Detroit, Michigan, and you just going a hardball. That's about it. I can see why hard. You know, if you're going to do one of those type of. Oh, you're gonna go from college to the NFL and just stay in Detroit and da 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 da. <laughs> but nah. Listen, it, it's it's really nothing. Like the way I look at it, it's this this man may have a statue here when it's all said and done. Okay, he literally turned this franchise around in one press conference. We thought he was crazy. 
This man came out talking about we're going to bite your kneecaps off. <laughs> we're going to twist your ankles. We're going to scratch your eyeballs. Remember that? Yep. Bro, yeah, so Campbell like. is a wild man. But but that's what it started with. He talked about bringing that grit, that, that grit from the city to the team, you know, and changing that culture. Seeing him crying, you know, in his press conferences with his players in practice. You know, there's this one amazing clip that came out a week ago, Dan Campbell in practice. And this is uh, maybe in camp. I don't know if it was this year. Or it was probably this year. And he was just like, just pleading with his team. He said, guys, like, trust me, if there was another way, we would do it. But I need, I, we need to put on the pads. Like the game is all about hitting right D and tackling. If we're not practicing it, then how are we going to be better? Offense, it's about blah, 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 blah. And if there was a better way we would do it, y'all got to trust me. And so just like his passion and his love for the game and people is the reason why this dude, he's irreplaceable. Because how many other, you they've been trying for how many years to be here with players and coaches, and they haven't been able to do it. Mm -hmm. They've been trying. So he's irreplaceable. And this is a guy that I've been around in two different stints. He was our tight ends coach. Uh, for the Dolphins, I left, and then he got the interim job. And then also my last cup of tea in New Orleans, he was the tight ends coach there. Same type of guy. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And I actually wanted to look it up just to see, like, what his position was as a player. And it just goes back to our conversation last week. Like, you're getting these head, these really good head coaches from all over the field. He is a tight end. So that's offensive-minded. Um, he still had that grit like a defensive guy, but mm -hmm. again, like these coaches aren't just coming up as regular guys at 31 starting at some small position and then coaching in. These guys are coming with the knowledge of the game, and I think that's a major change. Um, but right. it's also complimentary well, to a Sean McVay. Yeah. You know? Be before you, you move say? on there, I thought, you, I thought sorry to cut you off. I thought you was about to move on. I was going to say to your point, you know, uh, tight end, it's not just grit. And that's what we see when it comes to him, the passion, the grit, the tobacco, you know, the the spit, all of that. And so you think of him like a meathead. Mm -hmm. But the tight end position is arguably the smartest position on the field outside the quarterback position. Make your argument. Because they have to do everything that I had to do out outside as a receiver, right? The Justin Jefferson in the world know all of that. Right. All the coverages, all the different, you know, uh, adjustments that you have to make there. But then they also have to be an offense alignment as well. Protection, all the fronts. Yeah. Oh, identify them like this and that. Right. Because they're inside. They're, they're part of that. The run game, the passing game. And also they're sometimes running back. So you put them in a the backfield and they're lead blockers. How many times have we seen even George Kittle and Travis Kelsey? Line up at the F, the fullback position, and go lead block or co cut off the backside. So they have to know all of offense, all of offense. And so that's why you're seeing like guys like Dan Campbell. Why, why, why is he having so much success? The dude actually has extremely high football IQ, and he was round one of the best, and that's Sean Payton when it comes to X's and O's. Okay. And then we talked about the trends earlier from, you know, in the coaching is, you know, D'Amico Ryans and now Antonio Pierce. These are captains and middle linebackers. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're like those are the smartest dudes on a on a football field. So, so let me ask you: with the remaining on coaches, that side of the ball, excuse me. With the remaining coaches as as it is, would you say 
that he's maybe the best football coach right now? No. No? You, no. you wouldn't say he's the best coach in football? Nope. No. Okay. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. I, I, like, okay. I ain't like 98% of y'all. Oh, Bill Belichick ain't the GOAT no more. Bill Belichick this. Please. He made some dumb decisions. He did. He went and got uh, Matt Patricia and Judge and put him at the right offensive now. side. Like, what are we doing, Bill? Maybe we got a question. I'm Bill, saying Andy Bill, Reed Bill, right Bill, now. Bill made some questionable – he's made some questionable uh, decisions the last few years. Maybe he is getting a little senile up there in the 70s. What they call it, what they call it when they got to send somebody to your house to check on you? Uh, uh, Welfare uh, check. Yeah, we got to do a welfare check. Welfare Bill check, Belichick. Yeah. What the hell was he thinking? <laughs> Wonder why his ass got out of there three years after Bill Brady leave. What? Yeah. Come on, Bill. What are you doing? Come on, well, man. Don't disappoint us. You are the goat. But to BC's point, BC is 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 that who really is the best now? Is Andy Reid? Is Andy Reid that guy? I mean, is it? I mean, he solidified. I mean, he is ahead of the. I mean, I've heard this term thrown around before he's the head of the modern dynasty right now i guess then okay. maybe they're not a dynasty yet they have to win i guess a couple more rings one more i say one more but they're in, i mean they're in the afc championship how many years now in a row brian does is that right do you think if brian uh if they win one more are they now a dynasty sorry sorry because i think a dynasty has to be like yeah three or four I think a dynasty starts at like three or four. Well, think about the Golden State Warriors. When they won three, didn't we say they were in oh, a yeah. dynasty? No, no, category? no. They were definitely in the dynasty. That was a, definitely a dynasty era. A dynasty is dominating for 10 years. So dominating for 10 years for me is like, you know, you're, says in yes. you're in it. You're He said yes. So yeah, like he said another he wins, title is a dynasty. So you win three, but then you're in the AFC championship six years in a row. That's where we're at. That's where we stand right now. Yeah. Yeah, you you a dynasty. Yeah. Because everything, you're talking about for 10 years, and they got a couple more years to do it, obviously. But everything going through Kansas City? You might be right, BC. Uh, Andy Reid. I will put Andy Reid as he's got to be the best coach in the game. He's the he's coaching all of that right now. You're like right. That. BC is correct. BC well, is right. Brandon, you actually brought up Brady a little like in your last response, and I wanted to actually tell you he was going to be in our next What's the Word game here. So, Brandon, Brandon, you're going to complete the following sentence. And first up, according to a report from ESPN, Kyle Shanahan actually wanted Tom Brady to be the team's QB in 2023 and even told Brock Purdy that that was the plan. So what's the word? The Niners would be blank if 46-year-old Brady was their QB this season. Better. Better. And listen, I love Brock Purdy. Now, no, you can throw all these other quarterbacks, maybe a handful of quarterbacks you can put in that system, maybe play it better than him. But I, I think highly of Brock Purdy. And, and and I'm saying better because Tom Brady is the GOAT. Now, some people may, you know, push back on me and say, well, Brandon, he's 40-something years of age. You know, he's washed. He's this. He's that. I'm some people. No, he's the He's the GOAT. Okay, you're you're one of those guys. Mm-hmm. All right, what, how about this, BC? Mm-hmm. Played 20 years, as we know, okay? And in 2022 was his last year. Hey, BC, mm. he threw for 4,600 yards. Andrew, can you look up the 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 top quarterbacks, like, uh, like top passing 
passing yards this year. I'm saying this wrong. Excuse me, but what you know what I'm saying. For this year, yeah, top five. Okay. Would my, the thing I'm looking for is would Tom Brady's 4,600 yards be top five this year? So at 40-something years of age, at 40-something years of age, throwing for 4,600 yards, the GOAT, so smart. And also, if you watch the film, because I was watching this, because I was still doing the little sports talk stuff, the dude was still throwing it. The dude was still throwing it 60-something yards down the field. This wasn't... uh. Peyton Manning, his last Super Bowl's last rodeo in uh, Denver, where he uh, was barely throwing it 35 yards. It ain't that. And Drew Brees <laughs> barely throwing it 35 yards. This dude was still throwing it, bro. So they would have been better. What, what was, what's the statistics? Uh, what was uh, the question? Just one more time. I think I have it right. Top in front five of me. passing yards for this past year, right? Yes. We have Tua at 4,600, Jared Goff at 45. <laughs> no, no, give me, the, give me Tua's, give me Tua's, uh, like, like, what was it? Was it 4,600 or was it 4,630 yards? It was 4,624 yards. So Tom Brady would have been number one in passing this year with 4,600, 4,694 yards, Woody, BC. Woody, you telling me two year ago stats, though, bro. This guy, <laughs> like, that would have been so. That been last year. He, this is the only his his first year retired, so he couldn't have backed that up. He, nah, the the year before, hold on, hold on, listen, listen. yeah, the year before so, was boom, insane. 2000, 2017, 4500, 2018, 4300, 2019, 4000, 2020, 4600, 2021, when they won the Super Bowl, 5300. Come on, bro, BC. Come on, only BC. thing would be injury, to be honest with you. Injury and. So you just this he's just never gonna decline. Like he's just Superman. He's just gonna throw for the he's, <laughs> he's just gonna go out here and just be just throwing never. out here. Get take these and licks. When BC, we ain't see it. So 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 just because we know that there is a decline, we do know that. And we and I and we already see his decline. Mm -hmm. But when so just because we know it's a decline, we're gonna say, okay, well, he just threw for he just threw for forty six hundred yards, and those yards will probably will lead be number one in the NFL today. But the next year, he's definitely gonna take the decline. We've been saying that for ten, we've been saying that for ten years. I mean, B, the, point. the man dropped seven hundred yards from the year before. <laughs> uh, that, hold on. He just declined, right? He dropped seven, he I'm just dropped not, I'm, I'm being rhetorical. No, no that means nothing because 5,300 yards was legendary. That's like, that was M that's MVP ish. He didn't win an MVP, I don't think, that year. Somebody, uh, that maybe that was Patrick Mahomes. But no, you don't do you, 50. That's not a, that's not a, that's not a drop off. That's just, he went, he had an extremely, extremely, extremely amazing year. Was that number one for that year? Really good year, huh? Was that number one for that year? Ooh, he, that's a good question. Uh, let me okay. see. I don't know. I ain't the stat guy. Oh, I ain't the uh, fact checker. Look, 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 look. You try to look. Yeah, you it was. It was. Me right now. Look at it me was see. number one. <laughs> Twenty twenty one. Tom Brady, fifty three hundred. Tom top. Okay. All right. So no, that was no, no. That that he's talking about uh, last year, uh, twenty twenty two. His last year. That's what you're talking about, BC. When he yeah. had forty six hundred yards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, BC's talking about the forty six hundred yeah. yards. Without, no, he was. was that he was. One he was third. 
He was third. It was Patrick Mahomes at 52, Justin Herbert at 47-39, and Tom Brady at 46-94. Come on, man. He's the GOAT. So you now mean to tell me that the San Francisco 49 would have been better? What's your answer, BC? You doing all this listening. What's your answer? Yeah, I mean, the 49ers, would they have been better this year with, with Tom Brady? Mm. I mean, it's a hard answer because if I'm going to be honest, yes, Tom Brady can still throw at a high level. But at some point he's gonna fall off. I we don't know that. We don't we don't know how he's gonna operate out there right now, this year, in the present. That was last year. We also thought Aaron Rodgers was gonna come out here and do something and you know what I mean? Seventy six six seconds into the season, he's out of there. So you know what I mean? We don't we you don't know. Mm-hmm. Brian so says you, he if you were been Kyle shot. Shanahan, you, you if you were in Kyle Shanahan's position, do you take would you have taken Tom Brady if he was available, or you nah. you're gonna rock with Brock Purdy? I'm gonna rock with Brock Purdy. I'm gonna stay with my QB. We gonna we gonna let's ride. We gonna. Oh, go. so you want to <laughs> stay with Brock Purdy with that Dak Prescott? Yeah, Brock Purdy is actually out here going to the championship games and all that and winning and and things. You know what I mean? That Prescott just showing me a lot you of wishy washy. You yeah. wishy washy. Nah, you know, what, you know what it is. He listened to a lot of. Uh, Janet Jackson, what have you done for me lately? That's Rob all that Party out here just looking like he's trying to, like he going to win something. He went, he went to the bowl. Did Dak go to the bowl? Dak ain't never been to the bowl yet. Dak right? ain't never been. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we can't even, there's nothing even to compare. The Senior Shrine Bowl. He been to the Stringer, Senior Shrine Bowl. There you go. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, so we're going to get. I, I, I F with Dak Prescott, man. I, F I do Dak too. Prescott, I know you do. I know you you do. know what? You know what it is? It, it's look. I played thirteen years, had seventeen different quarterbacks. You wish you had a Dak Prescott. No, I, I, I ain't saying all of that. <laughs> what I am saying is, I'd have been happy with Dak Prescott. I would have been happy with Dak Prescott. Look at CD Lamb. I was the number one receiver, so CD Lamb has seventeen hundred yards, and and you giving me twelve wins. So I'm getting the best of both worlds. I'm getting my opportunity. That's all I wanted. I ain't care. You know what? I said. You know what? As a player, all I wanted was my opportunity at the Super Bowl. And I'd have been happy with that. I ain't. Yeah. He's getting I, y'all in the playoffs. But y'all ain't getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but then you got you got you twelve got teams making uh, what is it? Twelve teams. teams? What was Dan Quinn doing? What was Dan Quinn doing? What is it? Twelve is, teams is that, that makes it every year? Twelve teams make it every year, right? To the playoffs? Yeah, twelve teams. So they're just another team. They ain't winning. They're just another team. It doesn't matter. You had a great year. Everybody is in the same category. Everybody that lost is runner-ups. If you ain't win the Super Bowl, you're all runner-ups. So, all runner-ups. You know <laughs> all runner-ups right there. Just going into the playoffs. You got to win that thing, man. Get in there. He called everybody runner-up. They all runner-ups. So, uh, <laughs> so the Carolina Panthers runner-ups too, huh? Yeah, they runner-ups. They, 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 everybody <laughs> in last the, place They all the in the same boat. Okay? Everybody's starting at 0-0 next year with another chance. You know what I mean? They all in the same boat. It don't matter. And guess what? And guess what? Guess whose chances are better than, than the Giants, the Commanders, and the Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys. Damn sure they the Dallas with Cowboys. Dak Prescott, and they stuck with Mike McCarthy. On, Everybody else on is paper, going through a year of panic and change. Paper, paper champs. They the paper 12 and champs. Five, 12 and five, 12 and five. 
I mean, America's champ. I was talking about that's they was, what they are. They America's be the champs. team. Is this the year MVP? This is Dax Jordan year. That you know, eight years in the league. Jordan did it in his eight year. BC, remember that? Oh, BC, Jordan did it in his eighth year. Oh, why, why Dak can't do it? Cause he ain't Jordan, man. Yeah. He ain't got that What'd gene. You say? Can't trust him. He can't trust him. He ain't got the gene. All right, guys. Next up, we need to talk a little bit about. Jordan Love, the guy who actually beat Dak Prescott. Um, Prescott, sorry. Flashes of brilliance against that Niners D. Uh, um, but a lot of mistakes <laughs> in that second half. Ayo. So what's the word? You know, hey, hold on, hold on. Hey, you know what classes you would have been in if you came to UCF? Which boom, one? boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom Rem- classes. Remedial, remedial classes. That boy over there reading. Oh, like. I ain't going to lie. I was kind of in that growing up anyways. Oh, shit. <laughs> the boy spent a lot of time so, in the portables. Hold on. Hold on. So, so, so what does, what does uh, a bastard, uh, a remedial, and uh, uh, a dude that has some mental health uh, diagnosis have in common? <laughs> Paper out. Paper out. That's Paper out. <laughs> oh, shit. We got, we got somebody that been to a mental institution. We got someone Stayed who's in the portable. And someone who can't read. <laughs> Yo, before we tear down any more black men. Uh, so, Love's performance versus the Niners. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Remedial. So Love's performance versus the Niners was fill in the blank. (laughs) He almost messed up again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let me get serious. Um, It was rookie-ish, right? First time in the playoffs. Obviously, he's not a rookie, but you get there. And you have an amazing, not amazing, you have a really good first half against an amazing defense. But then you piss down your leg the second half. Were you nervous? Was the moment too big? So it, it wasn't one of those games that make you nervous or scare you. It's one of those games where you're like, ah, it was the nerves or it was his first time around. Next time he'll be better, right? So it was rookie-ish. Um I still think that, you know, the Green Bay Packers should be excited and they should be proud. They make like think about that. You go from you you walk away from Aaron Rodgers. Like, and it what really was them. It wasn't Aaron Rodgers. Right. That last year, they was the ones like, yo, calling around trying to trade them or move on and all of that. He was the one, okay, y'all doing that? I'm out of here. They look smart. So huh? They look smart. They look, you know. Like right. they making and they made the right decisions. You know what I mean? Ooh. As far as the quarterbacks, they pushed out Favre, brought in Rodgers, pushed Rodgers out, brought in Love. Rodgers goes and gets hurt the next year. Like then now, you know, they was looking at each other. They looked at each other like, yeah, we dodged a bullet. <laughs> <You know what laughs> I mean? Bro, and and I was just like I was saying earlier, where I was talking about the Packers underperforming, and they should be disgusted with themselves having Andrew Rodgers for a couple of years. And obviously, Aaron Rodgers played a he contributed to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there was reports, stories that he wasn't the best to work with all the time, right? So it wasn't just the organization. I want to say that, 
So, so I talked about that earlier. Another thing, though, is, you know, I said for about a year and a half that Brian Gutenkus, like, what are you thinking? Brian Gutenkus is the general manager of the Green Bay Packers. Like, brother, you got, you got Aaron Rodgers and you pushing out Aaron Rodgers. Like, what are you doing? Like, he, I, I was saying he should have been fired. And now, you know, if they had won one more game, shoot, he'd have been up for executive of the year potentially. Right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, very smart, they BC. Smart. Yeah, they look, they look, they look smart. So now, love comes in, does his thing. What was the word? Does it? Do I need a word? Yeah, yeah you need a word. Don't act, versus don't the don't Niners. Like don't act remedial. Don't act remedial. Yeah, don't don't his do performance that. Performance against the Niners was encouraging. Oh, yeah. It was encouraging because we saw good flashes, like you said. He had a good first half. He, I mean, he had a good, all right, so-so third quarter. Um, yeah, man, just that last, that final throw, like, you should have just threw that away. Like, I don't know why, what you were doing, throwing that across the field, across your body. Across like, your body, yeah. You were just tripping out. But, you know, not being in that position before, he's trying to make a play. You know, he's trying to do, he's trying to make the make the play. You know what I mean? Instead of making the right play. So that's what happened, but I think he, I think they're going to be in good position for next year. I would love to ask you guys this. Coming off of that response, BC, uh, Adam Schefter is actually in, is actually reporting that the Packers are expected to make Love one of the richest QBs in football. Whoa. Should the Packers fans be a little worried though after seeing that second half? Yeah, I pump the brakes. Well, I mean, it's interesting. I, I listen. I don't know the details of this uh, this deal, right? But remember, they actually did a deal right before the season, I believe. But it wasn't a long term deal. So obviously, once you touch it, once you once you once you sign a contract, you can't touch that deal for another year. So it has to be a year out. Okay, so this won't happen if it happens. Uh, until like right before training camps, because I believe that's when they 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 uh, extended him last time. Um, so this will be interesting. Um, do you have to do that right now? And, and by the end of the day, we if this is your franchise quarterback, you stand up and and you take care of your franchise quarterback. But the cool thing about having these young guys is you don't have to pay them, so you can put your money in other places. And there's a lot of executives and a lot of people that believe this is the best philosophy. Is like. You know, those first couple of years with your superstar quarterback, those are your best years and your best opportunities to win. Why? Because you got that money that you can spread out throughout the team. So if I'm the Packers, you know, I obviously pay them if I have to pay them. But I'm 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 trying to uh I'm trying to hold tight as long as I can because I want to keep the guys around them. Let, let me throw this out there then. According to this, he's on a one-year, $13.5 million contract, uh, which I believe is over now. So he has to get a contract at this point. So do you guys think that, like, they're going to set in, like, for the next few years? or Yeah, might as well. I yeah. franchise his ass, BC. You would franchise Jordan Love? <laughs> you don't even like yeah. the franchise tag. I know, wow. but, like, if, if I'm the executive, I don't like the franchise tag for the quarterback. Quarterback position is different, so that, we never talked about that. Because when you think about career-ending injuries at the quarterback position, drastically lower than any other position. These guys, they and they bounce back. Like Joe Burrow, knee, boom, back, get paid. Everybody else, they're not paying. But if I'm the Green Bay Packers, I franchise tag him. Because I, I'm like, you only gave me a half a year for real. Yeah. How long do you is... do that for? Just one year? 
and then you do it, you give them proper contract nah. the next year? The good guy and me do it for one year. The bad guy and me do it for two. Damn. Nah. Man, give years. him that money, man. Give him that money so he can go out there and, and play with a clear head and just, yeah, I'll just give him the money. What are you going to do? Do the quarterback carousel thing and they probably looking at it like shit. We was this close. We was one little interception away from, you know, possibly being in the NFC Championship game. So it looks like they and shit. You pushed out Aaron Rodgers for him. Yeah, go ahead. You better go ahead and pay him. There is no. Oh, we're gonna go look for somebody else. Pay that man. Yeah, and I mean, look at what he did in that Dallas game. Like he was balling. I know he lost the last game, but that Dallas game, he was balling out of control. Pay that man. Go on. BC saying, give him the bag. Give him his money. Cause well, gentlemen, I I would <laughs> say that I I mean I I, I kind of feel like the franchise is deserving because it's just this first year he started actually showing anything. Granted, he wasn't able to before, but that franchise I don't know that franchise come across like a slap in the face to me. That's the problem. It is. It is, it's, and that's why BC uh, pushed back on me because you know you guys know how I, how I stand where I stand there. Um, it, it has no place in football, um, you know. And I'm not going to go through the whole history spill again, but it, this was created when Mr. Bowling, owner of the Denver Broncos, in like 1994 or something was about to lose John Elway, and he ran into the league office right there on Park Avenue, Manhattan, New York, and begged them, like, I can't lose John Elway. Boom. And that's how that was created in the league office uh, during the year that John Elway supposed to be the uh, a free agent. And the, they put it in place to give the team more time to lock in a long-term deal, not use it as a deal. And so they just taking advantage of it. And where there's a lot of money, there's a lot of corruption. Thought she was the only <laughs> singer today, BC. Where there's a lot of money, $10 billion industry. All right, guys, I'm going to call it because I don't know what's going on. This man voice. We have a lot more to talk like about, voice. but that's going to be the end of the, today's show, guys. For me, I'm Andrew Wu. I'm in the West sometimes. That's BC in the booth. And Brandon, somewhere in the world, going down a slope. This has been Here we go. Serious XM Shack Faction Talk, Channel 103. (laughs) We had a great day. We had a great day. All right, so we're going to end with that. I ain't going to chop it up, so I'll take over Wu's uh, title as the uh, remedial. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, peace. We out. We out. All right, bro. Oh, hold on, hold on. What we got to do? (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Peace. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.